0: Love, Talk Radio. What you listening to, man? What they talking about? Five o'clock news, a keep stupid blunt, sharing their point of view. They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Cause they keep it one hundred, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest, with music, and what's trending, that's basic. On prime time hours, you can never go wrong. Fucking your night you music, what's going on. And your neck of the woods, like, hey, I'll roll going today like Feeling entertained with the radio show. Susie Thursday, take another, let them know. Let them telephone rings, yeah, I'm on this thing.
1: Wow, guys! Another another great week of uh, awesome show prep before we get started, wouldn't you say, Cool Joe?
2: Yep,
1: Part for the course. Uh, yeah, I would say so, especially after what we've been dealing with the last couple of weeks. Well, anyway, welcome to the radio show, everybody! Thanks for tuning in on another Tuesday where we uh, attempt to entertain you. Got the crew in the house here, and um, we are here to. Do a radio show because that's what the title says.
2: If you would uh, like to give the But we have we got sound effects
1: back now. Sound effects back now?
3: We do, we do. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. First off, that yeah, was a no strict wow. question because how would either one of you know we were missing sound effects when both of y'all asses missed work last week? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Kuz. I set him up and knock, knock him down. Look, <laughs> until I get the salary I want, I might skip some more.
3: I know. I mean, I had just some things open. to take care of. Look,
1: that's your way. That's his way of saying he missed the diva.
3: He missed us all.
1: He's sitting up here talking about practice.
2: <laughs>
1: I dare practiced. to dream.
3: We need right. Just, okay. Let's see. Let's see if we can make it through this show without N16 going on a you know a rant. Um, think can he, can well, he can do it. I got five saying he can. Well, anyways, we're gonna. Got, um,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, first, you know, I want to welcome everybody in this week. If uh, you'd like to give us a call, you can do so at three two three six four two. 1604, you can text the show six seven eight two five zero four four two two. Um, If you want to email us, you can do that as well the radio show 2015 at gmail.com And we're on Twitter at It's The Radio Show Alright, tonight on the show we're going to be talking to a uh, Artist, a rap artist slash director by the name of Truth First Truth First um, You know, he's a director Actually had a video that made it to VH1 So we're going to talk to him about, you know, just some things, man, and some stuff. But, wow. Yeah. So uh, what we're going to do here is, Kujo, did we ever figure out, I know we we were doing a little housekeeping on the air. Are we just going to have to, like, spin a wheel to figure out what we're going to start off talking about, or are we just? What are, what are we doing? Let's let's start it off this way. Off. I asked you to forward an email several times. <laughs> several times. <laughs> this jackass <laughs> forwarded the same email three times. Uh, <laughs> and it contains the people. same information. <laughs> 0 for 3, folks.
2: Wait, wait a minute. Which is I, I,
1: which is not what we were looking for. I, I'm going to tell you right um, now that you, I forwarded the correct email. You don't know how to work Gmail is the problem. You were just talking on Thursday about how nobody uses email for anything but what did you say? Job applications and what else?
4: What
3: else? Hey. Yeah,
1: that's pretty much I'm it. Job thing. applications and uh, and uh, online shopping. Important messages and radio show activities. Right. You no know, what the hell with all of y'all, man? I forwarded the right email.
3: No, well, well, you did. Well, or apparently, that, apparently or we don't use that email for that either. Dude because he okay. blocked her number. Okay.
1: Mm. Oh my gosh, so we begin with the VMA
3: And
1: I hope somebody watched it, because I
3: sure did not I did not as well But we still can provide an ignorant opinion about it
1: You're right, I guess I'm I'm the only one that watched it Yeah, because I watched the whole thing
3: thing. Like, without alcohol?
1: See, I take my job seriously (laughs) as a radio host And I call it (laughs) (laughs) research So you know the fact the fact that you got the fact that you guys didn't do your homework or your research don't come talking about me. I spark noted my research.
3: Yeah, I kind of caught the Cliff Note version. Miley, I, Miley Cyrus basically was a joke.
4: Go on Facebook and
1: see the best
3: moments. Best moments. Yep. So it, it where the working stuff so,
1: that um, gonna say we should probably let the guy who saw it actually need it while somebody's talking about. I didn't know they made Cliff Note versions of TV shows, APLD for God's sake. It's called Twitter,
3: yeah, and Media Takeout and like all the other gossip sites. It's like Cliff Notes. old
1: people. It's, it's basically called the internet, yeah, in
3: 16 you know, yeah.
1: But more or less, the 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 three hot. I mean, there were. If you had to narrow it down to three highlights, there was the Miles Iris versus Nicki Minaj incident. Mm-hmm. The, there, there was um, Kanye West uh, speech. I guess you could call it, if you if you could call it that. It's
2: and um, and um,
3: <laughs> filibuster.
1: And you know what? Um,
3: yeah. That
1: was basically oh, it. Let's, 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 hey, wait, what about the nip slip? Okay, what about the nip slip? No one cares about Ooh. that. No
2: cares.
1: It was Miles Cyrus's nipple. No one wants to see that. Oh, God. If we haven't seen it already. Mm. But yeah, Michael made it, slip. probably have seen it. Of course, Easy would talk about a nip slip. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. Uh, okay. I like how you didn't know anything about social media except Facebook. So, I mean, you know what this uh, this brings up a question. Do you even know what Snapchat
2: question.
1: is? This this brings up a question here, Cujo. Considering that we're sort of like a you know a newsworthy show, and considering that more than half of the hosts didn't watch it, do people really give a damn about award shows anymore? Because I mean, mostly what it is is. A bunch of people up there performing with all the artists sitting in the audience with their arms folded, with you know, looking like oh, they're not better than me. So are award shows even relevant anymore? Um, I, I would say that they are relevant to the artists because I guess it you can say something that you receive. I mean, really, it's only Grammys, to be honest. Grammys and Oscars. Other than that, I don't think anybody really cares that they won an MTV award. Mm-hmm. Or oh, a BET award. Or oh, a oh, special award. award. Sorry, Black Or oh, Essence Award.
3: Have you ever wondered why some people win an or award Soul's for a time that's like two years old? Or like, <laughs> like the category just is just not needed anymore? <laughs> yes, or just like how, like best Beyonce, female rapper? There's
1: only like two. <laughs>
3: right.
1: That's, wow, that's really sexist there, man. It's the truth. You didn't deny it, is also, it is also very true. Also very true. It well, really, really, like, one. for example, one. their category is Iggy, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Eve, who hasn't come out with a song in like Yeah. Yes,
3: like why are you Lauren Hill?
1: <laughs> people that you don't know of. After that, like, come on. Hey, it be it be so funny when when they throw Trina name and they're like, really? They're like, oh Trina? my yeah, like, god! Year, on on
3: like you. Let me ask y'all this question because I got into this disagreement with some people last week about whether you consider Lauren Hill a rapper, a MC, or a songstress. Which one do you consider her?
1: I would think she's a mix of all three. I would think I call her. Um, yeah, like, I would call her overrated. I don't. I don't, necessar- hey, I, I, don't I don't necessarily. Hey, I think I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily differentiate between a, a rapper and a, an a MC. But I would classify her more as a. I would classify her more as a rapper than a singer. Really? I, See, I never. am sorry. Did I did I get overrated in there? I'm sorry. Let me talk that in. There. Overrated. overrated. Oh, uh, look how well,
3: sexy. Long... Oh. That was my only question. I, I mean, I we can keep it moving. I just don't want you know M16 to get mad and say I hijacked the show. He finally sent the email right, folks. Man,
1: he got the right email. Can we give round of applause? applause yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't lose, faith in, don't lose old faith, old old faith in old people. Man, y'all M sixteen so figured out email. That's, a, that's <laughs> the same email that I sent before. I just couldn't taste it because Cujo don't know how to use Gmail. You blind.
5: Email, man? You, you blind,
1: You blind. I know these, how to the work. These are really? the first words I've seen right of all the forwarded messages. <laughs> Isn't, it right? Isn't this the first time you've seen no words. no words. This is the first time I've seen words. I I hate I, I hate, I'm I hate like, all of y'all, man. I really do. I'm gonna do it. But you keep okay. it coming well, more.
2: Gonna do it. See, I told you it was going to get so, light so, I mean, we,
1: we, we, <laughs> skin. Here's a we Here's a Oh, Check this out. Here's, here's a text that greets me on my personal phone. This is not even on the show text. It says, Hey, listening for the first time. This shit better be good. Well, sorry to disappoint you because this
2: is what you got. It says, one
1: guy, says one guy. says one guy. Says one guy like his opinion, man. It,
2: like
3: it kind of does. Aww. Not really.
2: Not
1: really. Where the gunshot?
2: Where the gunshot?
3: Give him because this is gonna be his life. We got
1: we got truth first coming up in about 15 minutes or so. So, I mean, have we answered the question here, though? Are these award shows relevant? Do people care? I mean, I know that the the ratings are the ratings are, are usually high for them, but let's let's go around the room and with that. So, jerk, do you care about award shows? Are they relevant to you? No, personally. No. Tell of an the answer. Tell
3: of an the answer. Diva? Nah, I just want to see the performances. This is all. Awesome.
1: Oh, that's the I just worst want to let you Yeah, I I I just want to
3: Love
1: let them. you know you guys you guys answers are just terrible. That's an open-ended question. It's a nope. Yep. Tell us why they're not relevant.
3: It's not relevant because I feel like when you actually see who wins the awards, it's like, it it just never makes sense. Like, how did you pick this person to win? Like we were talking about before, you put people, like out of all the artists you can pick, you'll do some stupid crap. Like put Eve or Trina in a category just to fill it out and then give the award to like Beyonce or something, who's not really even a relevant person in that category. (laughs) just Yeah.
1: It's like Rotten Tomatoes to me. It just, you know, whatever. <laughs> don't don't okay okay nine <laughs> percent okay. for Fantastic Four. No, A movie you eight, still but, haven't watched. But. But in all seriousness, I, I I think that award shows have kind of lost their, their cultural relevance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, I, I could see this new generation probably running with it if they, you know, make some changes. or. But it, it's kind of been the same format since, I don't know, I want to say since MTV started. Like, it's, it's just it's a couple performances that you really want to see, which they always reserve the best one for very last just to mm-hmm. make you wait to watch it. And, and it's a it's a couple <laughs> wild wow moments that they try to throw in there, but the la the, the last one this year's VMAs, it just everything kind of came off as awkward, like the whole Nicki Minaj and Miley Cyrus thing. Like that was like I don't know it it at the moment it didn't feel real. I think social media has made it more real than what Nicki Minaj intended it to be. I think because she smiled and she was kind of you know joking. I think she
3: wanted it to I be one of those.
1: Oh my God! So maybe, VMA moments so that so go down in history. For
3: those, for those of us who didn't watch, and since you did watch, can you expound a little bit and tell us like what you're talking about? No, wait, oh wait, God. wait, it would be, hold hold on, on, it'd be wait, great if we had
1: some
3: audio. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Blog Talk was before, all jacked up. We couldn't,
1: we couldn't rip any audio. Thanks, Blog Talk. I was gonna say before we do that, how about? Um, you ask us, the people who haven't seen the show, questions about what we thought about the show. And if they're any different from what you actually witnessed, Cujo, you let us know. Because I get a funny feeling that there's just nothing new or surprising about it. And to me, I think that's what the death of the um, the whole mm-hmm. award show is. It's just, there, it's, it's, got, it's turned itself into boxing. There are so many categories and subcategories, that nobody really gives a damn. It doesn't... Mean they like the music. It just means somebody that we don't know from some area of somebody's world voted it in. Like it's not even like the SAG yeah. Awards. The SAG Awards, at least they're voted on ab- amongst their peers. Actors vote on actors. This is just all it's all made up monkey shit. And most of it ends yeah. up being who was the most popular person. Like Justin Bieber winning the Best Hip Hop Album. Why? Give me a you have no merit. <laughs> the examples y'all are throwing out are just yep. ridiculous. I was about to say, please well, don't tell me that happened.
2: Wait a second. Hold on, Jerk.
1: You, he said, no, he he said Justin Bieber won the best hip-hop album.
2: Yeah, Jerk and then Bieber the said
1: Beyonce won best female rapper.
2: it's <laughs>
1: ridiculous. Well, hang on. Jerk is on to something with this, though. Jerk, let me ask you, man. Do you think the problem with the reason why a war show doesn't have the luster is because we live in this um, this on-demand age where – you know, back in the day, you had to wait for your favorite video to come on. Back in the day, now can, when
2: now you, can go, <laughs> now you can go on YouTube.
1: What's going on? Now you can go on YouTube or any of these other twenty-four hour video channels and see these artists all the time. Yeah, so you think that has something to do with it? I, I think honestly, do think. Uh, oh, for me there. personally, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really think it has a lot to do with that because I think that if if they went off the ruling of who watched the most videos. The, which I think is what they're doing, then I think that totally disrupts or corrupts the entire industry as a whole. Because what ends up happening at the VMAs is whoever got the most views on YouTube or on Vivo, they're the ones who end up winning the award. And when they don't win in the category that they want them to win in, they just shove them in another category just to give them a win. It, it has no it has no basis. No, It has no legs to stand on. No a, a lot of times – lot- a lot of times it's, it's right. I mean, you, you're right. It's, it's based on you know who who had the most probably, I mean, especially at the VMAs and you know MTV awards and all that kind of stuff. It's based on who was who the most the too in in this yeah. category. I mean, so I was I, done with award shows when Macklemore like swept all the hip hop awards at the Grammys a few years ago. I was done with award shows after that. Come on, man. He's white. He's white. Man, <laughs> okay. Look, okay. In a album, was, album was way better. I
2: tell you, you
1: know, when the Holly Berry won best actress for a softcore porn, that's when I was done. Yeah, that's a good point. You're going to be really appalled for the award they gave Monique for. But anyway, (laughs) our award show is relevant anymore. We want to know what you think about it out there in cyberland. All right, you can text us your thoughts on that. 678. 250-4422 two five zero four four two two. We want to know how you feel about award shows. Do you give a damn? Do you not give a damn? Did you watch? Did you not watch? Let us know. So I bet oh, I man. bet none of y'all can guess I bet none of y'all can guess what happened. What was the highlight? Kind of what to what Jerk was saying. You know, y'all can pretty much get a feel for how the awards went. But oh, I, I'll say I let me let me say this. Kanye West did something and I want y'all to take a guess at what Kanye West did. Was it a nigga or room? Those Let's of go us go the of the run, who read uh, about it on social media don't say anything. But Kujo called Kujo called yeah. everybody out. One by one. Let's go around the room. Jerk. Jerk, who you got? If it is what you got. anything to do with his previous performances or on stage speeches, he shitted on some people and complained about why the people he thought should have won didn't win. Damn.
4: That actually did happen,
1: but that, that was, was not the that wild was spot on. on. That was yeah, that was pretty spot on. If you could gather yeah. anything from the speech that he gave, go ahead, uh, go ahead, easy. Well, that was going to be my guess. Besides the rant, I don't know what else he could have done. <laughs> okay, Atl D. Uh,
3: I think he probably went on a narcissistic rant and. Talked about, uh, who knows, he probably threw some shots at Americans because, you know, he's been kind of living here and overseas, so who knows? That
1: also happened in the speech, but
3: that was not the wow moment. None of MCC, us What you got? What you got?
1: Um, I would say that he proclaimed that he was replacing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. <laughs> That is actually the closest that, that the answer that anybody has given.
3: Shut up. Are you serious?
1: He, he announced that he's running for president in
2: 2020. I thought that was
1: included in my rant statement because I felt like,
5: that's wouldn't he
1: just so- be like the black people's Donald Trump? <laughs> he would very much be the black people's Donald Trump. That's That's, that's, that's what that, I yeah. see. That's a segment ender. damn that. That's it. That. No more. Hold on though. Hold on Let's let's hold let's on, wrap hold this on. back up to Not where it. I went, where I started. None of us saw this. And we all pretty much encompass exactly what happened in one none of us watched.
3: <laughs> oh my God. one
1: round table discussion.
3: Jeez. The damn shame. All right. Yeah. We got <laughs> twenty y'all. We got twenty y'all. We got <laughs> four <laughs> Coming up here in
1: uh, just a few moments. Um, wow. Kujo, man. I was not expecting that, man. Yeezy for president. Preezy. Yeezy wow. for President. Well, <laughs> a a
2: Kardashian. Kardashian
1: in the White House, y'all. <laughs> check, check this out. All right. Now, um, we have a, um, you know, we do underground artists here on the radio show. And they don't say. We do. And we like to take care of our own. And somehow, some way, a song got to my attention here from some guy that we all know and we kind of like sometimes. This guy by the name of Your Boy Cujo, all right? Well, I was about to say jerk rapper What? Oh no, you ain't ready. You ain't ready for jerk to drop no bar Oh, you ain't heard nothing. You heard the jerk dropping bars, but no, Jerk no, this is <laughs> jerk Your Boy jerk Cujo too real for mainstream. Jerk, jerk is man. You ain't ready, man. Hashtag bar but no. <laughs> We got a song Damn. here. Do you use hashtags now? <laughs> we have uh, a song here from our very own, Your Boy Cujo. All right? Let's check him out. All right, he got a song. It's called Pound Cake. All right? So we're going to check him out. Drake's <laughs> so going to sue you for this. Thanks, Easy. I thought we could just slide through on that one and not mention that, but thanks. But, yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and fire this up um, again. You want to give us a call 323-642-1604 Text us 678-250-4422 Truth First Coming up right around the corner But right now We're going to check out Your boy Cujo Pound Cake And you're not listening To a radio show Or some radio show You're listening to The radio show And I got it bad, I already know I'm awesome, I ain't gotta brag No games for that talking behind my back But when I try and reach out, it's like niggas is playing freeze tag or Battleship, you know, with loose lips Hiding from the light, throwing shade like a bitch You spilling all your feelings and really I'm just dismissing While I'm whistling on this road to getting me in the millions The right to an opinion is everyone's right But I got news for you Mr. Walter Cronkite I'm taking dominion over the limelight My words already bright, so really no need to highlight I'm beastin' nigga, twilight, I'm beastin' nigga, still twilight You know you fucked up cause 2020 is hindsight, I fucked the world, stopped, looked at her, and said that's mine, right? If I was a critic, how would I rate me? I tried to find the words, but they escaped me If you don't know enough, then don't debate me, you don't speak my language, use Google to translate me My ex be trying to drake me, I'm doing better without her, and so she hate me I wasn't a thug, so she replaced me. I could be a pretty good thug, but it wouldn't compare to a great me. World in my palm and on
6: my middle finger. I
1: spin it in the championship game, and I'm winning. This ain't gonna be my only ring, bro. I'm not Jason kidding. My shit ten, it ain't your business. Who the fuck is in it? Chillin' with my bitch in Atlanta, at SDK or Ocean Prime. Tell Mike the girl is mine, and he'll be okay. Ain't no need to hit her up all in her ear, asking if she remember the time. My time is now. Set your watch, this is a new color to add to your swatch. I'm an artist, I'm not sensitive about my shit, but if you don't like it, I'll gladly collect your two cents and leave you broke. And you can keep inhaling that which you think is dope. This is your brain on that synthetic high. This is your brain on Kujo. Commercial break, the more you know.
0: Everything around me
1: Man, that song that you just heard was from our very own your boy Cujo putting it down with pound cake.
2: Dude,
1: I didn't know you could rap like that. That's pretty damn good, man. Give him another round of
2: applause. I guess, I guess the rest. not
1: Not bad, man. Not bad at all. You can check out your boy Cujo's information. I mean. He's on the show so if you were interested in him just text us and we'll get you some information about him. But not bad, man. Give them give oh, sure. the information on what man, give him the information oh, sure, on where guys. they can find your mixtape, man. You're on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, I'm I'm at Cujo everywhere. It's K H U J O E. It's like everywhere. Um Yeah. At Cujo on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh YouTube, yeah, I got a YouTube My- channel. Um, but yeah, it's, if you go to Twitter and Facebook, and it's all my links is all out there. All I got is YouTube, pretty much. Oh, and then cool. our DAT Piff, uh my old, old ass mixtapes out there, but whatever. I ain't got nothing really recent.
2: I ain't got nothing.
3: Okay, so thanks. So you can't can't on, you on, on the show. show
2: next week. Sounds, Sounds like a guy that has his
1: priorities together. But great, great job, though, Cool Joe. Good job, man. Yeah, yeah right. thanks, guys. Thanks. Right. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Yep, thanks. All right. Good. Did somebody, somebody text in?
3: Did we, get text? did we get text? Yes, Yes, we did yes. get a text.
1: Okay. Kanye I, I, just made I, I a, jackass, I, out I, I, made a jackass, out jackass out of himself. All right. So All right. so in piggybacking off of that, we got Truth First coming up uh, in just a few moments, and we're going to talk to him um, in just a little while. But um, so that brings up something where Cujo was, you know, talking about Kanye West announcing that he's running for president, that who would be some other unlikely presidential candidates that you wouldn't like to see necessarily win, but you like to see them at least run for office or win? That'd be interesting too. Who you? Well, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah, what he said. I just ruined it. But I want to see. Uh, uh, I want to see like a like a flavor slave or something like that. Like somebody who's just gonna oh god, no. just be a complete. <laughs> Buffoon the entire time. What about Diddy? Like, like Cat Williams? Or, yeah, Diddy. Oh no. Yeah. Nick Cannon. Mm. I think he'd probably take yeah. himself too
3: seriously. Yeah. Well, I think Will He's Smith too much, would take
1: like, it hella seriously.
3: Oh my God, he could actually win.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's name people that would win. Will Smith would win, y'all. I I think John Stewart would win. I'd like to see him run.
3: Oh yeah, he could
1: Yeah, but then they would have to filter what he says I don't think he's down for that
3: I don't think any of them are down for being filtered, really Except for maybe Will Smith He could really, like, play the part He's a scary-ass actor
1: I mean, did it. I mean, Ronald Reagan did it Yeah, that's mm. why I said Will Smith did, yeah.
3: did it? Michelle Obama? <laughs> Michelle
1: Obama? Sure, I <laughs> do, do it Why not? Yeah, the, the war was unlikely.
2: He's
1: not really uh, an unlikely candidate. Seems pretty yeah, long. Really. likely uh, one. So we want to hear from the audience on this. You guys text us and, and email us and let us know, you know, who are some unlikely candidates? Like, un, you know, when you think unlikely presidential candidates, Kanye West is probably one of those people that pop into your head. But you figure he would, kind of like Donald Trump, would would make a pretty good spectacle at least. You know, or, or make the presidential race a little bit more interesting. You know, throw, throw the Rock. a wrench in the system, so to speak. Um, oh, the Rock, yeah, you got my hey, watch <laughs> those two would be. Interesting. I like
3: him. I might vote.
1: We said presidential <laughs> race, not a not a cage match. <laughs> Look, they would be a. Either would be one. A nice, either they one.
2: Nice, he said <laughs> they're not. They're seen a, seen they're
1: deciding the, the country, not the WWE championship. And wouldn't it be an interesting when this decide a president a though? That would be a cage. So so what are we gonna have? Donald man. Trump versus uh uh I don't know, versus Hillary Clinton in a cage match? Like a like a ladder match. Like a ladder match. Just put a ladder that in the middle be a of the good ring fight. and put yeah, whoever got the got the, got the, got the got presidential seal up, up top. Whoever made it to the ladder first.
3: Yeah. I think Donald Trump's horrible comb-over would get, like, stuck in, like, some part of the cage somewhere. Where she could but, pull yeah, it. A, I mean, it's not a phone? fair fight.
1: <laughs> give us a call at uh, 323-642-1640. No! 1604. Oh, no, Wait, let me do that again. Give us a call at two. 32... Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs>
2: Nigga's favorite? Pull out... <laughs> <Just dislike. laughs>
1: pull out, Pull out your phones. And open up the the phone app, not the text app, and then dial 323-642-1604. And you got to hit send for, it, or you know, the phone button for it to go through and actually make a phone call. Send? Um, yeah, I'd say that for Ralph, cause yeah, I'm pretty sure it. his phone still got uh, M16 because his, his phone still got send button on
5: it. He got send button. Yeah, well, he, he probably, use it. Well he probably,
1: probably use uses it. a Razor. I'm both of you asswives know I have an iPhone, just like the rest of you. the first, and what's, one, right? what's first the, generation. And what's the text number? You can text us at 678-250-4422. 250-4422. 678. Kujo, just talk. Don't give out any information. Just do your other job. All right. Because you're awful at the other one. All right. Okay. I thought we. I thought just, we shot him. Did, Can we shoot him again? Cool, sir I just built you up. You just song. We just played a good song of yours. You should be riding high, and then here you are. We just, just
0: shot fl- you. Stop talking.
1: You can't shoot me.
0: I shot. We shot you three
1: times. Actually, six. So, do do we have any other um, unlikely Macho candidates man, to come to mind? Macho Man Randy Savage. If he is yeah, still dead. alive, that would be one person I would definitely like to see run for president. Can you imagine a, a speech, like a whole rebuttal from, from Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> it
2: would have been awesome. Samuel L. Man. Man.
1: Well, oh, you yeah. see, that's a good
3: I one. I would love to see him run for president. <laughs> that would be awesome. He would, like, yell at everybody.
1: Exactly.
3: What the hell y'all know? <laughs> <does this laughs> he goes
1: to a foreign <laughs> country. He's going to talk
3: English, it.
2: motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> <laughs> what every, kind of third world every,
1: shit is this? Every public station that ever aired him would be facing serious fines because he would cut <laughs> every single answer he gave. Every Well, that's the case. Dave Chappelle can't run either.
3: Oh, my God. I was going to say Dave Chappelle, too. That would just be so great. Can you imagine them in a debate? It would be hilarious.
1: Him acting like oh, a Morgan, crackhead on the stage, that'd be, eight days, that'd be great. Morgan Freeman. Oh my God, Morgan he could Freeman. play,
3: like, he could play the Democrat and the Republican, because, you know, he played um, the uh, white, uh, the currency that, yeah. suit, the blind yeah. dude.
1: Morgan Freeman. Oh. I am like, Morgan Freeman. Cool.
3: Like, I think Uncle Ruckus would make, make a good candidate.
1: Let's, no. Uncle
3: Ruckus, yes.
1: Really? The back to Africa movement part two? <laughs> All right, this subject seems to be going quite to hell.
2: Brett Farr. <laughs> yeah.
1: Brett Farr. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and th- you know, you know why the Mississippi to do football for eleven? No. What, what about hell? You? If you're gonna go with if you're gonna go with Farr, you might as well throw Batman in there.
4: Nice That man would be cool Or the Joker, or the Joker.
1: You, mean Michael Key? Oh, you mean Michael Key? Oh wow Yeah so we got Truth First coming up here in just a few moments <laughs> And speaking of Truth First Jeez man Speaking of Truth First um, We're going to play a song from him To get you ready for this interview uh, It's a very cool song here It's called Pour My Drink by Truth First Whose information is on our Facebook page Poor or Poe? Poor. Oh, okay. Poor. Not a poe boy. Not a sandwich. It's a drink. Well, some people yeah, say po. I drink. No. No. Poor. Stephen Colbert. I'd like to see him run for president.
4: David Letterman? Mm.
1: It's pronounced poor. You got to have an R on the end of pour. Poor. Or else, you know, it's just, you know, and I don't even know what that means.
2: So, yeah.
1: Well, that's Four. what those new rappers use, you know? The ones that M16 doesn't listen to? Those guys. Wow, he said, so, wow, thank you. <laughs> he said those new rappers. Poor. Well, anyway, we're going to fire up this song by Truth First, called Pour My Drink, and then we're going to talk about right. it. Eminem. First. What? Eminem. I'd like to see him run for president. Larry, Larry the cable guy would be funny. Talking all fast in the debate. All right, so uh, truth first for my drink, and then we're going to talk to truth first about some things and some stuff. So we'll be right back truth. in just a second. Please text us your
2: truth presidential president. uh,
1: candidate, 678-250-4422, or you can call us, 323-642-1604. All right, you're listening to the one. Easy
6: for this radio show. Hold oh my drink. I'm trying to get right. Hold oh
4: my drink. Drink responsibly. Oh my drink. Oh my drink.
6: It's the newest, hottest. It's the latest, greatest. Superstar splattered all across your front pages. Need a drink with a kick like 12 pages. Keep me tripping like a mound on high ages. In the place and I can see it on their faces. Yeah, I've been drinking again You know the Everglow got us leaning again Me myself with a couple of friends We all up in a club with some money to spend Oliver Twisted more, oh, please. You better take my car keys. So I'm blocking Paris Hill, I'm in the building, but not like Billy cold, I'm in full control, and I got my Everglow. It gotta be the vodka, it gotta be the ginseng, must be the killer mixed with the caffeine. Call my drink, call my drink, oh my drink, oh my drink, call my, drink. Call my
2: drink. You already know, Everglow.
6: Low got the glow. Bruce Leroy. Leroy, head spinning like a rock steady B boy. They want the real, not no two big decoy. I'm trying to party like tomorrow, got a deep I'm at the bar with a broad, getting annoyed. Move, you got your drink, Lane? Yeah, we we'll move from the bar, fam. holding up the line, thinking you're wide, yeah. game. Superstar stat, known across the whole map. You a pussy, Chad, sitting on the short stack. I got them lined up, begging for a pro jack. They can't quit me, move like Mike Bickby. And when I'm at the bar, they be dying for a sip, it's you Gotta be the vodka, gotta be the ginseng. Must be the tequila, mix it with some caffeine. Oh my, oh my drink. drink, oh my drink. Oh you my drink, much oh home, oh.
1: Show, you got the crew in the house. If you don't know us, then sorry, but you should. All right. Yeah, just just heard a song from Truth First. Pour my drink, and you know it's You know it's only fitting that we play the song by Truth First, and we bring Truth First onto the radio show with a round of applause. Woo! Or the actual sound of round of
2: applause? Woo! <laughs> wow! I like <laughs> All right, so
1: Trooper, thanks for coming on the radio show, bro.
4: No, definitely my pleasure, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no problem, man. Well, um, before we get into what we're gonna talk about with you and everything. Before you came on, I don't know how long you were listening Or if you were listening before We were talking about unlikely presidential candidates So if I were to ask you Who's like the most unlikely person you would feel like Will run for president In your opinion, who would it be?
4: I didn't hear everything I think I started when you were saying Will Smith and John Stewart And The Rock But if it's just for jokes sake I would have to say Caitlyn Jenner Because she could be the first lady plus the first gentleman You know what I'm saying?
2: wow <laughs> gunshot gunshot <laughs> somebody
1: that actually probably would work honestly, I think 'cause the the l g b t community comes out in drones,
4: yeah, so is this something <laughs> that you know, actually would work joke joke.
1: yeah, <laughs> damn food John. for John, John with oh, man. And True First in the first thirty seconds it's just he's blown up the he's ended the game. The game is and over. yet nobody has shot up- him. <laughs> Thank you. Man. That's pretty funny. <laughs> all right, so so True First, so let's let's start here, all right. So if you could tell us a little bit about your start in hip hop. And if you could go back to when you started, what was the one song that made you say, you know what, this is something I want to do. It touched you so much to say, you know what, I want to do this. I want to make music.
4: There's so many different songs throughout the years. I mean, I've been listening and been a fan of rap music and hip hop for so long. Um, I would say when I first started writing, it was more like uh, the Groots' Silent Treatment to see how he came off on that, the way he was speaking. I had a clean name of me and a height five, seven, color more complex you know, when he did all that I was like, Wow and that really made me want to, you know, start and start writing plus be able to use the pen to write those love notes that I had at you know, someone that you had your eye on in high school. Like, yo, I can make a song about that and it wouldn't be corny, it wouldn't be weak. So songs like that, plus um even further back before that um, L.L. Cool J was definitely one of his biggest fans. Um, everybody loved Mama Said Knock You Out album. And everybody was like, yo, Mama Said Knock You Out, that's the track on the album. I was like, no, nah, I don't really like that track. The track that really made me want to start writing was uh, Milky Cereal, if anybody knows that track.
1: I'm too young to know yeah. that one.
4: <laughs> yeah, I've been listening for a minute. But I got into it because I'm the youngest of four kids. And one of my older brothers, he was a DJ. So I was listening back then when he was on the wheels and, you know, he would play all that old school, old school music. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about UTFO and uh, Justice and all that. You know, I've been listening ever since then.
1: Yeah, you're going way over Easy's head here. Like, if you weren't talking about, like, Drake and J. Cole, he doesn't really know what you're talking about.
4: No, <laughs> no, no lie.
1: No lie. <laughs> You know, Mama said, knock you out the album. I was like, yeah, all right. Now we're getting somewhere. And then he said that song, and I was like, yep, that's where you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck. Are we talking to, It, 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 talking it to, is
4: like... It is that way, you know. Even now, I talk to my wife, and, you know, she wasn't really oppressed uh, of everything that was happening in hip-hop, you know, from day one. So when we have conversations, you know, it's like talking we talk about like yo don't insult my, my intelligence you know I forgot yesterday what you learned your whole life about hip hop you know so something like that so I've been down since like day one so there's so many artists and so much music and so many songs that influence everything I do so it's hard to just say one or two tracks
2: we
1: are talking to Truth First Truth First is a rap artist slash director he's our guest tonight here on the radio show Jerk you want to jump in on this man
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You got, yeah. You, you, you got a question? I'm just, fine. I'm just, you know, I'm just enjoying the interview. Great interview. Keep it going, Peppa, Yeah. for <laughs> he, no, he doesn't have his computer up to. That's that. That's, yeah, that's I can't. I can't is. get into anything right now. I can't get into okay. anything.
5: Well, oh, yeah, i awesome.
1: Went, yeah. Okay, for, like, those idiots out there that think anybody can make a song or make good music, can you, like, explain the difficulty of, like, the process of making a good song?
4: That's really the the, the tricky and hard part because any idiot can make a good song, but can they make a good album where they have a good career? I mean, everybody can slip up because, you know, throughout history, there's always been so many one-hit wonders. So you can slip up and make a good track but I don't know if you could sustain your career that way. You really have to make sure everything that you put out falls in line of the person and the image and the branding. Now it's all about branding. So you've got to make sure everything that you put out or lyrics, the songs, the albums all contribute to that branding that you want to put forth for the viewers and the listeners.
1: And that's a great point that you made. You know, anybody can make one good song. So I guess the next question is what, what it does it take to stay consistent, to stay
4: uh valuable, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Uh, to stay consistent. Hopefully what you do and what you put into your music will reflect who you are. You know, my wife is just talking to me just always talking about music. So my wife is just talking to me about I can't feel my face by the weekend and how some people are like, oh, that song sucks, and I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Is he talking about heroin? Is he talking about a girl as a metaphor for heroin? But if you haven't listened to his whole archive, his whole catalog, you won't, you know, know what he's talking about, so you won't feel the song. So if you make sure what you do in your life and who you are is reflected in your music, you're going to have people out there that are going to gravitate to you because they're going to identify with that. So don't try to, as I say, tail wag the dog. Don't let, oh, I'm listening and it seems like, you know, the populace of oh, everybody saying that, oh, artists needs to be this way. And then you try to cater your music to fit so you can make it big. You got to be the dog. You got to wag the tail. So you got to say, this is me. This is what I do. This is what I like. And then I'm telling you, people are just going to gravitate to it because there's so many people out there. And then, like, oh, I like what he says. You know, I see that in my everyday. This is what I do. This is what I go through. My friends are going through that. So I can bump his music.
2: Now, I think first, I just I got, got
1: inspired got, to make a mixtape. I, I got a question here for you. And, um, well, actually, it's sort of a two-part. But the first one, part of it is, so in talking about, you know, artistry, music, and everything, if you can compare yourself and your style to any hip-hop artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
4: I mean, artists that are alive. I mean, hip hop artists. Um, so many different ones. I mean, I, I really feel, especially now at this stage in my life, it's always got to be about music with a cause. So if it's like uh, Common Sense or Mos Deaf or Talib or Farrell March, you know, you got to make sure you got something in there so people could walk away with something. You know, it's not just about the party music. You know.
1: So, and speaking of that, now that you know you're, you've grown as an artist, been doing this a long time, and seemingly you know you're transitioning from being from the artist side of things to being a full time director. So, when you're making songs, what's the difference, like you were talking about, between let's say the you of 1994 and then the you of today? Like, what's what's like? I guess the way I'm saying it is that the same things that you were talking about, say, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. That's not the same thing you're doing today. Would that be a fair test? Did we lose him? Did, lo- did we lose him? Yeah, did we lose him? Hello? Botox, oh, wait. Oh, there we go. Did we, did we lose him? No, oh, no, we still got Hello? Him. He's back. Yeah. Okay, there we Hello,
4: go.
1: Hello, you, you got me? Pitch? Yeah, we got you. Did you catch any part of the question, or do I need to?
4: Can you repeat the question I missed? It. Yeah.
2: Okay.
4: Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm saying this. now you now as a, you know, you've grown, so you're transitioning from being a, a artist to doing being a full-time director. So during the times when you are making music, what's the difference between you and say back in the '90s versus the you of today?
4: Well, back then, you know. Like today, you know, I got a 19-month-old, my firstborn son, and, you know, I want to make sure it's something that when he listens to it, it will help him in his life and understand where dad was and hopefully he can understand that I'm not as absent-minded and as, you know, living carefree because now I have to live with a purpose. And back then in the early 90s, when I first got into rap, it was more like, uh, you know, in the lunchrooms, you had a. Have a, a catalog of battle raps. You gotta have a song for females because you know when there's a talent show, you gotta make sure you got the best hot lyrics for females. So it, it's every album, every song in each time period is a reflection of my life at that time.
2: Okay, yeah, that, that 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 makes
1: that makes sense. Where you know you you're not the same person. You've grown as a man and as a person. So obviously some of the things that were interesting to you. And the late '90s, early 2000s are not the same for you because you're you're married, you have a family now, so it's it's different. All right.
4: exactly, exactly. And that makes that makes I mean, sense, you
1: know, it's it's evolution.
4: Exactly, I mean, that's why a lot of a lot of this ageism in rap music and in hip hop, because the younger generation, when they hear an older rapper, they feel like, hey, you're not being true to you, you're not being true to the music. 'Cause you're saying like, yo, you're still in the club, you're still killing people, but come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty five, you're forty, you're forty five. You're not really doing that. So if the older generation or if those older rappers would just be true and put the truth in their lyrics, I think there'll be less ageism in this in this uh hip, in this genre.
1: No, it right, makes sense. It's it's a fair point. Um now that leads me to my next question here. So mentioned that you know you're an artist but you're also now transitioning into into being a, a director and you directed several videos the most notable one that um we know about is that you did uh Stupid Me by Esther Sean which made it on VH1 so how does the creative process how is that different where you know the difference between directing compared with making music are there similarities
4: there's a lot of similarities I feel because it depends on what type of musician or writer you are. For me, I wasn't just one that would just throw one-liners out there. So when I wrote, it was more like the whole verse, the whole song, had kind of like a picture, and I was just doing the soundtrack to the picture in my mind. So right. it's the same way, like when I hear somebody's song, I can just visualize what they're talking about, so it's easy to you know set it up and have the cine- cinematography done in my head. So it's a it's an easy transition for me. So it all depends on what type of artist you are. And it was it was pretty good, you know, working with uh, Edson Sean. Um, he went by another name, you know. We all changed our monikers through the years. Um, we met when we were in college, so we went to Stony Brook University on Long Island, New York, and um, we were actually roommates just by chance. You know, we went to orientation together boom, they put us in as roommates. And he's like, yo, I rap. i like, oh, I rap too. And ever since then, we had this group called Connect. We had uh, a little write-up um, back when it was, damn, back in the day. I think it was like 96, 97. We got write-ups. We had played on Stretch Armstrong and Bob Beato back in the day. And um, we always stayed in connection. And then as we get older, you know, he wanted to expand on his musical. Uh, talent, so he picked up the piano, he was a nice keyboardist, he started singing, he's always been singing, so he wanted to go into a new avenue, so he just left the rapping behind, and now he's singing, so, and I left the rapping behind, I started directing, so I was like, yo, I direct your video, and boom, got it on VH1. So, uh,
1: you know, he was on the show uh, not too long ago, and, you know, he was speaking about the VH1 experience, but he was saying it was something that um, you had a big hand in, so how did that happen, like, Um, I mean, there's a lot of artists that are out here listening uh, with us playing Underground. So how did you guys go about getting that song on TV? Because that's a huge accomplishment to be able to get the song on VH1. So um, can you tell us a little bit about how that happened?
4: It's honestly, it's all about connections. And that's why when you sign with a manager, when you sign with an agent, hopefully they have the connections to Grease the the rail, or the path, so you can get to where you need to get to. So I have connections. My wife has connections, and we were able to get it on VH1. So hopefully, and that's why I'm I don't feel bad, you know, making that transition. Even though the music is a passion for me, and I will still do the music, but I know over the years of being in the music business, having these connections, now I want to pass on all the information. And everything I've learned to the next guy coming up, or the next girl coming up, or the next group coming up, because it's all about connections. You know, it's really not about talent as you think it would be. I mean, you can watch uh, TV for yourself. You watch VH1, TV, BET, whatever you're gonna watch, whatever you know, website you're gonna go to. I bet you're sitting through it like 90% of these dudes. Right? 90% of these dudes got no chance. But yo, they got connections or they got money.
1: I mean, it's, it's totally it's it's totally part of the music business. So, all right, So, Super, we're gonna get you out of here on this this last question here. Um, how can artists reach out to you for your directorial services, and what does that in, include? You know, as far as what do you provide the artists during the video shooting process?
4: I couldn't hear the the second part. What did you say?
1: No, I was saying that you know reaching out, you know, artists reaching out to you for the for your directorial services, and also what do you provide for the artists during the video shooting process?
4: Um, if they want to reach me, you can reach me at Chris at TruthFirstStudios.com. Um, look, look me up on internet, in, in, TruthFirstStudios.com. I, I should be there. As far as what I provide, hopefully, you know, it's, it, it should be pretty easy. If you got a, a hot song, the video is going to make itself. You just need someone to, to capture it. Um, what I provide is I can give you a great... Uh, great visual to whatever you're trying to do. I mean, it's not just about the music. You can have a short film idea. Cause nowadays, um, to really make it hit home, you also want to have some type of narrative to, to the music. So we always have to think past what's going on now. You really got to be thinking about the next thing that's about to come. So I would say if you're at home you think about how am I going to break it, how am I going to be different also try to think of an album, make that album like a soundtrack to a, a short film. So you can try to get money on both ends, you know, try to sell the rights to the movie and also put out the soundtrack. But just, just just, keep thinking, keep creating, and I'm telling you, the doors will open and people will find you. All right, so, and
3: where um, are you located? Are you in Atlanta or New York? For those who are listening, are you you located in Atlanta or where are you located?
4: I was located in Atlanta for the longest, but then I moved back to New York. Um, I'm living in New York right now. I used to live in uh, Canton, if anybody knows, like Kennesaw, 575, up that way. Um, But I moved back to New York about four years ago.
3: Oh, okay. Well, we just want to tell them, like, if they want to work with you, where they would, so they would either need to go to New York or you may travel.
4: Uh, yeah, they would probably have to come to New York, uh, hey, for the right price, you know, have Luke, we'll travel. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: the website, again, the website, again, let's make sure you got that correct, is truthfirststudios.com?
4: Yes, truthfirststudios.com.
1: TrueFirstStudio.com, so that's
4: where you can check and out I, our, our, our. Can I say one more tonight? thing? You know, like I'm saying, yeah, it's all yeah. about the cause. So, um, my wife is also working with the, the White House and the Vice President, um, Office of Engagement, Public Engagement. So, they have this campaign going on now. It's called I Am The Many.com. I Am The Many.com. And you could just. Make a poster, and we're trying to raise awareness of you know different issues, whether it's um sentencing issues that we have, you know so many people out there they have the they go to jail for nonviolent offenses and they getting the minimum sentences, so we're just trying to raise awareness of things like that, and also when it comes to like you were saying with the whole running for president, one thing we also have to remember being in the community is also the whole jury the the redistricting, and that's one issue that we have to bring to the forefront.
1: I mean gerrymandering the districts.
4: Exactly. So, please, everybody, I am the many. dot com. Just check it out. Um, truefirstudios dot com. I'm here. If you need me, hit me up anytime. I'm really ready to share any of my information. Hopefully, we can build together, and we can bring back the real hip hop. Man, a, I know um, a lot of people get mad at that. You know, the old heads always talking about bringing back the old hip hop, but you know, like the, the '90s was just, yeah. so much, you know.
1: Nothing wrong. it's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with, uh, with bringing back the, the good old days. But true, first it was it was cool right. to talk to you and uh, you know getting to learn some insight about what you have going on. Thank you, thank you. Hey true person, we appreciate you coming on the radio show and uh we'll hope to talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, ma'am.
4: Definitely. I'll be here. All Thank right. you for having me. Have a great night. No
2: problem. Thanks,
1: Thank
4: man. You.
2: All right. there was two artists, 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 and, artists and
1: directors dropping some dropping some knowledge on the show. All right. Um we're going to uh break away for a second. Uh we got uh new music from one of our favorite guests that we had, uh Detroit Black Money. Get me high. Not get me high. Money get me high is the name of the song. We're going to fire that up and then we'll be back to yapping your ear, all right? You're listening to the radio show.
2: 10, 20, 50.
5: 20, 50, 100, 10, 20, 50, 100. 10, 20, 50, 100. Earning all these racks, got me feeling so aggressive. Did he pay the tax? Man, these spooks, they asking questions. Oh, that burning feeling, man, I'm getting to the million. Excited like some children, see it build, it's so appealing. Oh, it real so good, they get my shit in your hood. Hell, he made a beat, play a short, I wish you would. Out here getting stacks, bout that check, making racks You can't offer any kind of advice. I'm saying I'm good on that the money On the edge we living, getting chills, I see the millions To feel the thrill, that blood makes feel, don't care that type of living Out here getting stacks, about that check, make it racks You can't offer any kind of advice. I'm saying I'm good on to buy something. Check your temper, bruh. Bitch said I'm fine, but my eye like biggie small. Saw what money foul is back so high, she dropped and blew my balls. 10, 20, 50, Mozzie panties, Bentley, Stutton. Tripped a man hat with a bitch, she's feeling rich. Back it up and watch it grow. for polite. Device, I'm saying I'm good on that the money On the edge we live and get into
1: The Crew in the House. That was Detroit Black with Money Get Me High. Detroit Black's information is on our our Facebook page. You want to check him out? Uh, Give a special shout out to Truth First, our guest tonight. Cool interview. Good information. You can check him out at truthfirststudios.com. Hey man, check this out. What's up? Check this out. I while we were, you know, during the break, I got a text uh, from a family member venting. Like I'm not doing a radio show right now, and it's uh, so a family member that's upset because they're checking their Facebook timeline and they're just a little um, irritated that they're seeing a lot of their um, a lot of their friends. Look like they're getting ready to tie the knot, and they're not quite doing it
3: just yet. Mm. So they came to you for relationship advice.
2: No, it's personal. I, I don't mean to laugh at this. <laughs> this
3: is not gonna turn out well. I
1: think I think <laughs> Loki Diva threw you under the bus. Oh
3: my God! <laughs> that
1: was that was high <laughs> No, it's not. It's not that. It's okay. I'm gonna pull back the curtain here for a second because not only do we get the text from the. From the listeners, but we have our own chat going. And Kujo, I, I hate you, man. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Look, man. You, 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 you tried, dog. You really tried. <laughs> so I got this. I, right? I can't. Right. I can <laughs> So, uh, so in the, in the spirit of transparency, like like 16 said, uh, pulling back the curtain. So we were trying to, during the, during the, the song break, we were trying to figure out a way to seamlessly transition into this new topic. So is like, oh, I got a way. I'm gonna make it smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, I mean, you like, use like a you a, use hey. like
1: a mom and dad talk situation. So mom, I have this like, friend. And he's like it's gonna be, it's gonna be great, guys <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna make it so seamless, and, and he so or smooth. she is going through something, <laughs>
0: and I don't know how he or
4: she should go about doing it.
1: oh the more you oh, the, the more man. you know, I hate you cool, that's funny as hell, man, <laughs> it, just, it is what it is. is, but yeah, so anyway, all that out the way, so basically, you're saying your woman is pressuring you because all her or your woman and your family are pressuring you because all her friends and everybody that they know is getting married and you at that age where you should be or whatever. Yeah, well not not me per se. I mean No. I'm saying you as in general. Yeah, just you as in general. So we gotta turn this around on the the only woman on the panel here first, ATL because you are single. I'm not trying to single you out. But,
2: but the question
1: the question is is that when you see your other friend, your friends in your age group People you went to high school with They're all getting engaged And You were a dude And it's like I mean You're looking at him like What the fuck are you doing are you <laughs> What are you doing? So How do you handle that situation Oh
3: Gosh Um I The truth is Women do Think about that shit Like You be sitting there And okay Maybe y'all been together for Four or five years And it does make you reassess your relationship That's no lie Now whether you do it mentally Or you actually talk to your dude about it I didn't actually talk about it Because it just seems kind of like Duh, that's where it was coming from But it does make you think like Well damn, I mean (coughs) Women have a clock Whether we want to admit it or not Like naturally we do So it does make you think like Well damn, what are we doing? (laughs) I mean, I I would have put that pressure on people Because everybody's in a relationship at like a different point Um, But it does make you think about Because ultimately, if that's what you want It does make you think, well, damn, are we on the right track to, you know, be getting married, you know But only immature women put pressure on their dudes about that kind of stuff So you don't want
1: it too early or too late You want it when it's just right Exactly. And just right like me when night, y'all are ready.
3: Like <laughs> no. I think it should definitely be when I think mo for the most part, women always ready to for kinda, you know what I'm saying? To get married or want to. You have to kinda wait for the guy because guys that would will be be perfect to make women woman happy answer. but the perfect wrong answer. Well, guys are never gonna just want to. Kinda, they just they do it because their woman wants it. But
2: that's not true. I'm sorry, True.
1: Somebody help me understand what you just said, because you just to me it sounds like you went in like five different circles and went
2: <laughs> at 14
1: different angles. So I'm really I know, okay, so Like, is, is it on one. the
2: man? Is it on the woman? It's like, um, who
1: sets the
3: timetable? I-
1: I mean, it, it is on demand, think- right? Unless women are getting down on oh, holdy yeah. now. <laughs> Which they should. Well,
3: they are, but I don't recommend it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kujo. I do. now. We don't want to stir up a riot. It's <laughs> 2015. I'm all for... if. Hey, look. If my other uh, co-hosts are not for women equality like I am, I am all for women um, equality and all for strong, independent women proposing to their men. Kujo for president, <laughs> stay, damn it. Stay, stay strong, my sister.
3: Yes. Okay, so, I mean, okay, so let me ask you guys, because this is what I've been told, okay? Men never think about, oh, my gosh, you know, women daydream about, oh, when I get married, X, y, Z. A lot of time, a lot of guys say it takes them forever to really settle down to really want to be married. Like, it's something they want, but they kind of, like, put it off as long as possible. Is that true?
1: Um, no, I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something about that. And maybe my other co host might disagree with that, but I think sometimes when it comes to taking that step, I think sometimes the guy worries about well how in the fuck are we gonna pay for all this? Sometimes the mu it, it, it goes financially. How am I gonna spend mm-hmm. money to buy a ring? How are we gonna pay for with you know, stuff like that weighs on due. So sometimes that has uh-huh. something to do with it. Um, Oh yeah. And, the, and it's and just, guys the, just to see figure to
3: talk about this?
1: Well, just to piggyback is a top off of what I'm saying, is saying
3: about yourself?
1: Well, as and, and in the same breath, it's kind of as a as a man, you're not really supposed to, you know, uh, divulge all all your insecurities and your weaknesses and you know stuff that you're worried about. Like you're supposed to internalize all that. Is what society tells you, and just handle it. Mm-hmm. Just handle business like a man, you know, mm-hmm. is the phrase, but to piggyback off what NC 16 was saying is that, you know, you in addition to how you're going to pay for it, you know, financially, you got to figure out, you know, how you're going to ask. You got to make sure it's memorable or you got to make sure that it's, you know, in a in a situation where, you know, she's going to love the proposal and talk about it for years and years and years. And then you got to get the right ring, make sure it's a ring that she's going to like or, you know, I guess a lot, it's a lot of, you Pressure and a lot of decision making that has to fall on the man in that situation. All the woman got to do is stand there mm-hmm. and cry. cry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what we're do? <laughs> You
1: went from women equality. <laughs>
2: equality <laughs> to that. Hey, hey crying does not cry. make them
1: any less
3: equal.
1: <laughs> I mean, does not make them less equal. Crying makes them stronger. Stay strong, my sister <laughs> So let
3: me ask you guys this. So. If guys internalize things because you handle it as a man and your girl comes up to you and she says, hey, you know, I just kind of want to know where this is this going or do you see us married? Like, do you share those things with her or do you just kind of downplay it because that's not what guys do?
2: To me, I'm, I'm a, think I'm a
1: 21. I'm, I'm lot this one to jerk. One to, jerk. <clears throat> and to me, I think that's, that's, that's dependent on the individual because you have different types of men that you deal with. You have men mm-hmm. that you that when they're confronted with any kind of opposition or forced to answer for anything, they just turn and run.
2: Church. Some
1: people just and you have some people that stand up and they'll tell you the truth.
2: Mm-hmm. And you
1: have some people that are so honest that they tell you what's going on before the games even started. Mm-hmm. So to me, you kind of have those three categories of people. You have those people who told you You At the beginning of a relationship relationship. Ain't looking to get married And you got those people who will never want to Fold into it but for me my bigger question To to all of this and I'm a married man I've been married for quite a while And you know I didn't let any of those Insecurities that you guys are talking about Influence my decisions because You win what you in. You don't have to deal with it you either get in Or you get out You know Um, But for me it's it's just more or less how you Just want to move through life Like do you want to worry about How you're going to pay for it Or do you want to take care of it Because every day of your life There's going to be a challenge of some kind So if you can't handle How you want to move forward with this individual Then you know At least be honest Just straight up be honest And then on top of that too What is marriage Are you asking for a piece of paper Or are you asking for a commitment to me, I think I don't think either one of those are, are exclusionary of the other. I think you can have one without the other, and vice versa. I think you can be in a marriage and not be committed to somebody, and be committed to somebody and not be in a marriage. You get what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you need to whatever you're doing ultimately needs to be for the right reason, or you need to be honest. Just straight up be honest. Yeah. Like both
1: of y'all need to know what each other's goals are. But I think at the end yeah. of the day, you kind of need to to gauge what your end game really is.
2: Like, is your end game
1: a ring, a piece of paper, or is your end game this person? To me, one's bigger than the other.
2: But that, so it's me, a
1: different question to be answered differently for anybody. Well, David, let me ask you a question. Let me here and ask you this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A, and I, let me just know if I'm right in the room in there. Because, I I mean, I haven't been married as long as the the jerk, but I have been for a little while. But I'm assuming that with a woman, there's, like, this internal clock that's going on. Like, if you are with a dude for a while, there's, like, this clock that's ticking. Like, okay, he needs to know that we're coming to this point where he needs to step up and make a commitment. Is it fair for the woman to bring that to the forefront? Like, if she's feeling, all right, damn it, it's coming to the point where we need to either go this route or we need to go away. Is that something that she needs to verbalize to him? Verbalize? shouldn't shouldn't be you know, be asking us
3: that <laughs> well. um I mean I think what you're asking is a good question a lot of times um women because guys aren't as open sometimes like they don't really know how to ask a question, and you fear being that vulnerable because you could start you could be thinking okay we're gonna Do the whole marriage thing But then the dude could come back and be like Well I mean I'm not ready to get married I don't want to get married Then you got to make a whole other decision Because like you said Well like I said We have a clock We don't want to But naturally we do So it's kind of like If you've been with someone five or six years You're giving him the time to bring up marriage Because a lot of times you don't want to feel like You're one of those chicks And he kind of isn't Or he's not moving towards it It's like okay well For us, if we don't have kids, we're thinking about, okay, well, I'm trying to build this into my life because we're the ones that got to take off of work. We have to, you know, interrupt our career to do it. And, of course, men contribute, but you still can pretty much go to work and do all this stuff. So we're thinking, okay, yeah, you should talk to them, and you may have to consider doing something else because if they don't, if you guys no longer want the same things, you panic because you're like, crap, I may have to start over with somebody else, and how long is that going to take? But now I've got to add more years, and I still want kids, and I still want a family, which you may not be able to do under certain circumstances as you get older with that person, which is not a problem for men because they either marry younger or, you know, they can still – you guys can have kids way longer than women, put it that way. So, yeah, we do – What's
1: with these Bring it up, eventually. I don't know. Someone's in the kitchen. I don't know. <laughs> kitchen, the... I don't know. know. I mean, would you
3: feel some type of way if your girl brought that up to you? Like, would you understand, or would you feel some type of way about it?
1: I feel like if, if you've been in, a, in a, a serious relationship with somebody for you know a, a reasonable amount of time, and the topic of marriage. Hasn't come up, or or you guys' future hasn't come up, you know, just naturally in conversation without the woman having to bring it up and say, okay, where's this going? Then you don't need to be in that relationship.
2: If if, if, it's, if, it's,
1: if it's if it's mutual, yeah, I'm saying if it's a mutual, you know, thing that both of y'all are headed towards the same goal that you know marriage is ultimately mm-hmm. the end goal, it will it will have come up, you know, at, at some point without the woman having to, you know, come in while he's playing Madden and be like, hey, so where is this going? You know, whatever.
3: (laughs) That's a bad movie. Yeah, and there's
1: also also a way to bring it up without sounding, you know, naggy. You can kind of ask, like, a lighter version of the question, like where do you see yourself in five years or, you know,
2: where do you,
1: you know, something like that. Like you don't have to say, okay, what are we, where are we going? Because that immediately makes that. the guy put up his defenses.
3: Right. Well, I just started the question with, like, you know, where do you see yourself in six months to a year? And he was like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so what are your goals for the next year? I haven't really thought about it. I don't know. So that automatically made me think, like, okay, well, if you haven't thought about this for yourself, you definitely haven't thought about anything for us because, like, you can't. You yeah, know? To me, so it's like, I think
1: that's kind of – for me, that's kind of misleading. I, I think that, and, and this is the opposite of what I'm saying, what Kujo is saying, but, you know, I think you should be straightforward, right? You know, it, it, a miscommunication is a huge hindrance in any relationship. If you plan on spending a significant amount of time with somebody else, you communication has to be there, good, bad, happy, or sad, because
2: right. if you don't talk,
1: then you're going to build regret. And you're gonna lose time. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't get back, based on what she was saying. You know, you can't have kids forever. You can't,
3: you can't, get, forever. Those you can't get those
1: years back. You
3: no. Can't. You can't
1: There's nothing not. you can do about that. And men can have kids until we're like seventy-five or
2: eighty. Seventy. Right. Do we really want to
1: trust a, right. really a seventy-year-old with a newborn? No. You're gonna be wiping, <laughs> two asses. wiping
2: two asses. <laughs>
1: I mean, me personally, I'm I'm perfectly fine if if someone, you know, if a a woman were to present, I mean, you know, I'm married, but I'm just saying in in hypothetical, hypothetically, if someone were to present me with the question like, you know, what are we or where are we going? I'm open enough to answer the the question. I'm fine. But I know most dudes will be, most Mm -hmm. guys will be very defensive and withdraw from. The, either the question or the relationship, you know, just start putting up barriers and, and you know, they don't like being put in that situation that happens. That's a, that's a that's part, part of being the fear. an adult though. But what is the fear in that though, is what I'm saying. Is it that what we talked about, is it the financial? Now jerk, I know you said that in your situation that wasn't a factor. But is it the financial? Sometimes the woman may look at herself and say, Well damn, maybe he doesn't see me as wife material. Maybe that's not why maybe that's hmm. why I'm. it could be scared of like things yeah. are like. Well, everything is working just fine. Why bother it? So, what, what would be the yeah. main reason for him not to do it if it's that serious? Not to propose or not to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Not to propose, period. Like I mean he couldn't. propose answer and ask the I
3: mean, question or really talk about it in detail that, like that, ever.
1: That, that could be It could be a lot of different yeah. things. There could be a lot of different factors yeah. that will
3: They could have divorced yeah, it, it, it,
1: parents and they yeah. could hate marriage. It could it be, be a whole marriage. lot of stuff that feeds into that. Yeah, that. Feed. Yeah, yeah, and and but, they got and, you know, like you say, it could be any number of things. It could be your past, it could be, you know, like you say, your parents, or, you know, what you if, you if you were never brought up under you know, uh, or with a healthy relationship as a role model, then you don't know how to, you know, conduct yourself in a relationship, in a, you know, adult relationship. Well, I'll take this out. Here's my thing with that. Where if you're in a relationship with somebody, where when you're meeting them and they're in the beginning, they talk about one day, well, yeah, I want to get married, I want to have a family and everything. It's no different than if you're marrying somebody and you know deep down you don't want kids, but they don't want kids, or, or they want kids and you don't want them. It's like. If you're not going that route, then you don't marry them. But what I'm saying is, is what do you think would be a guy's biggest excuse for not doing it? Is it that he doesn't see her like that, or is it the finance? Or, or, like, or like I like you were saying, the background. I, I don't think finances come into play until as a, as a fear or whatever comes into play until he's ready to make that move. I think that would... Uh, prolong somebody you know proposing like like I want to propose but I'm not in the position where I can afford a wedding and you know whatever whatever but just just on the surface of not being ready it could be a number of fears it could be you know fear of commitment fear of who she's going to turn into growing apart distancing yourself fear of you know the divorce rate being so high and it, it could be any number of things that would keep that will prevent somebody from proposing. It could just be they don't feel that it is right, maybe they're not in the position in their life maybe they want to a, accomplish similar to making a woman have a kid when she's not ready. She may want to do more in her career before she starts having kids or whatever same could, thing with the guy before he gets married. It could be just a simple phobia. some people get feel like they're trapped. They feel like they're locked down Mm -hmm. in a situation that they can't get out of. That's true. It's just, but to me, it still all goes back to communication. If y'all have that conversation up front or at some point, then you know how the other person feels and you can respect each other's bounds or choose not to. But at least have a conversation where both of y'all can be open to to making your own decisions.
3: I agree. I think that's the hard part for women because, it can start that way, like you both agree on it. But then, like as you move through the relationship, you're expecting to have more detailed conversations around those kind of things. And then, uh, you know, like you said, some guys are not very open, so you figure that. But then, the more time passes, they're just never really open about having the conversation. Yeah. They're just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I know. think that's a perfect. So, it's like, what do you go from there?
1: I think that's a perfect world kind of thing. Like in a in a perfect world, yeah, two adults can sit down and have a conversation and right. talk about where they're going and if it doesn't work out then they uh agree to part ways and keep it cordial and whatever, whatever. So mm-hmm. But in, in all this we haven't heard from the one single guy on the panel, so E Z, what what is your
2: stance
1: on? <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Wow. Interesting. I had a good, I had a good question to ask him. Actually, I was just going to ask him as a young man, what would be the main fear for you yourself? You know, when you start thinking about okay, marriage, what what would be your main, I guess, you know, detraction from saying you know I don't. I'm not sure about this. I don't know. What what would it be? Well, I mean, if anything, if I'm not, uh, I would look for stability. You know, if I'm not in a house. In yourself or from the woman? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. If I'm not stable if I'm moving around every two years, I'm not trying to get married. I'm not
2: trying to get married. (laughs) You
1: know? You know? So you're
2: trying to be responsible.
0: Correct. And I think every guy should be comfortable with their situation before they even think about getting married. Like you, so not, like you
1: guys. Yeah, but but not too comfortable to the point where you feel like, oh well, you know, it's like we're married. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. You you, you no, no, gotta, no.
4: Get at some point. gotta get married at some point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that one. Because I I know several couples... Well, I mean, you know, if the relationship's horrible and y'all arguing all the time and whatever, then of course not. Then of course not. Well, I know several couples that are very happy and people who are in their 50s and 60s that have been together for 20-some-odd years and they never got married. I've actually known a couple of couples who were together and had two or three kids. They were together for 13, 14 years. They got married and they divorced a year later. So it. To me, it's, it's, it's defined differently for each individual, and it's
5: just a conversation right. you need to have. And it, there it, are
1: probably good reasons why they're not married. So, saying my opinion on the situation. This was this was um, or this is an interesting topic. It's something that comes up a lot. Um, it's something you see all the time. I mean, you check your timeline on any of the social media, any of your social media sites. Somebody's getting their ass engaged damn near every day. You see it. White
2: people.
1: And and you know I'm sure that that question's being raised where you know you got the the poor guy sitting there, all he's trying to do is just you know watch a little TV, and uh, you know his girlfriend sees somebody gets engaged, he comes stands right in front of the fucking TV and is like, look at this. <laughs> you see this shit. Look at this. Simone and Jonathan got engaged. What are we doing? But, again, that's, it all depends on the situation. If you're together for, like, four or five years, you know, you should be at the point where you would want to get married or something, some kind of direction, some kind of direction. Yeah. But we can't we can't leave these we fellas to we can't, uh, can't leave them to wherever they're trying to go. They gotta do it on their own because we all follow that different path to get there. Easy, you're young, you're still trying to get there. Diva, you know, she's trying to get there. And for myself <laughs> why, why you why did you, you just like try to come Dr. Phil real quick? <laughs> huh? You just well, try to become Doctor Phil for like two seconds. Don't do that. I did. Do that. I did. Yeah, just stop. Stop. Uh, You know, yeah, just stop. Easy, easy, easy. You're young. You know, you're, you're still just, trying to just, get yeah, there. Just, just Diva. Just you're. You're getting there. You're, you're. Yeah. Hey, can we get gunshots to that Doctor Phil, Phil impression? Can we make a rule for stop asking for the gunshots okay. to take away the effect? Just hit me with it. No. There we go. Well, I'm not on the soundboard, so I need one of my guys. But, uh, yeah, let's not do that again. Let's not do that again. I'm sorry. I was in my feelings there for a second. but um, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you Aren't you always? Uh, th- yeah, I'm just being light-skinned right now. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was interesting, you know, that we brought that up, that we got the views of, of, of the, the panel to find out how they feel about that. And the bottom line is, is, that I'm talking to you, guy who's procrastinating. Yep, talking to you. If you got a good woman, damn it, marry her. It's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you a lot. But it's gonna cost you a whole <laughs> lot more if you don't do. But what if homeboy working at McDonald's? And you <laughs> could save up like a wedding loan.
2: <laughs> Does exist?
3: A wedding they loan? Chicken nugget platters at their wedding.
2: Did you <laughs> say <a> chicken nugget. <laughs> Oh
1: God! I don't think anybody wants nuggets from McDonald's in the first place. They don't.
2: All right, so this is what we're gonna do
1: here. Um, we're gonna we're gonna play uh, one more uh, last song here. Um, we're gonna play a. Uh, um, you know what? Damn that! This is. I'm sure we can do whatever we want to. I want to play the Yo Boy Cujo song again. All right. We're gonna play Pound Cake by Yo Boy Cujo again because I just I want to.
2: Does this Does this you, you.
1: You don't have to. You don't have to yeah, play no, it again. Why? Why not? Somebody who might have been I'm listening a,
2: before didn't didn't catch it earlier.
1: I'm just a little modest. I'm just a
2: little
1: modest. Your favorite so is on this the, the right, right now you isn't? something. Know, you something. It, huh? No, I'm just. Like, I'm, just pr- no, I'm just. Pr- I'm just. I'm just proud of my boy. I, I, like, him I like him sometimes. Yeah, you should sure have been kissing his butt a lot tonight. I I do you want better though Just stop give me give me give me give me a couple seconds it sits up long Okay hey, shout out to the background
2: music,
1: hey, the background music.
2: <laughs> that, is so that
1: is so funny And we. And we, oh, we come up they will be easy Damn, he'll be he'll be back in a second. But uh, we're gonna play one more song, and then when we come back, um, we're gonna play random, and uh, we'll tell you about what's coming on next week's show. We're just, uh, you know, waiting on whatever it is Joes doing here. Oh my bad, I'm ready. I'm sorry, it was on. Only- okay. <laughs> we can All right, so one. we're gonna so we're about to play whatever this is, and um,
2: yeah, with I don't know what he's doing, but here you go.
1: Radio Show. Turn you inside out. Put your legs in the air Put my hand on your mouth While I'm pulling on your hair. The view from where I'm at Maybe stop instead bet you never picture it. We be right here We going capture this moment But we not going share it. We ain't gotta delete it Ain't nobody going see it It'll be our little secret Ain't no need to be scared We get drunk and we be all night And find out what she meant By the watermelon line That thing nice and plump Pop up, Jill right Slam dunk right there Right between your I Don't know what you thought But I'll show you right Go down low Just call me Barry White eating and you see your garden Tongue out like Jordan, please beg my pardon But it's such a delight I know you got Got plenty of options, but shout it so do I. But do be cautious, you'll be hard pressed to find another guy like me. A nigga that you never saw. Feel good to your soul, feel good to your whole even in your jaw. And I don't really care much for strip clubs, all the dick teases and fake love But I love it if you took your clothes off in my place I get top, you get eight, all in my space No debate, just wait, then face this way is great, if I do say so Let's stay out green on my iPhone, play I may take it out, then let you see I say then back inside you I will place it, cake, cake, cake Let's see if you can shake it, make it Do all the things that you say I'll try not to leave you aching and shaking If that's how you like it, then negate that statement Enough of these games, let's go half on a baby Let's go half on a baby
2: That was the again, He getting
1: he getting all the he getting all the airplay tonight. Welcome back to the radio show, Joe
2: Good work, good
1: good work. All right, so before we get into random again, I want to say thanks to Truth First for coming on. Had stars tonight from well from Truth First from Detroit Black, and your boy, Kujo. You can check out True First,
2: true, yeah. true
1: first com. All right, coming up, uh, just to let you know, on next week's show, uh, we got an author by the name of Black Venus. Black Venus uh, has written... I didn't, read um, for her. I didn't read for her. Yeah, you did, and she's coming on the show for um, her book. she got a trilogy, the Like a Boss trilogy, so she's going to come on and talk about the writing process of that and just a bunch of just a bunch of good shit, so she's gonna be on next week, so make sure and check that out, make sure and
2: check that
1: out. all right All right. It's time to play the game that's sweet of the nation, And we don't have theme music for it, so we're just gonna fake until we make it, but it's time to play random <laughs> all right, and you know what this week I'm gonna go first i'm thirty five years old, and I go through about a box of food by for a week. Hey, I'm sorry. I did. I'm sorry. Jerk. Did anybody
2: know sixteen was that damn old? <laughs> and y'all wonder why I clowned him.
6: Get off my lawn, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: ain't made a smoothie in a while. I think I'm gonna make a smoothie tomorrow morning.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. Low key, I really think True First inspired me to make a mixtape. Be on the lookout for that shit. Okay? Yeah, that's going to be the intro. That's going to be a part of the intro. And every other track. I'm going to have like three of them bitches. Nah, what you ought to do, that ought to be every song. No, 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 no. no. No, like every other no, like song, every other song. Hmm. But then if I only got three, it would
4: be like I three, two, be like
1: two. So, maybe I need five. so maybe I need five Five tracks, five I, don't, tracks
3: <laughs> I think when I leave my full-time job I don't really think I'm going to give a two-week notice
1: Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. You're never gonna be able to work for that company again. Oh, Ooh.
3: Wow.
1: I'm, I'm telling.
3: I will never have to push an insurance claim for a Maserati.
2: Views Express do not necessarily represent. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag same diva job. <laughs>
3: yeah. Hey, I am not allowed to say the company for promotional purposes. Sounds good. But
1: it, but it rhymes with BICO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
3: got, oh. Ooh, ooh, I think I know what it is. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You do. <laughs> what is but that? I'm
1: not going to get you fired. So oh, shut da, gonna... da, da,
3: da Oh, yes, I missed that sound.
1: Fuck's sake, man! You're that's, amateur. Wow, that, that—that's the most enthusiasm she had all night. All we going to do was play a stupid sound effect.
2: Jeez, <laughs> man. <laughs> wow.
1: Now, now we know exactly what to do now. Exactly what the what fuck
2: are you doing?
1: Not to let you do Doctor Phil v- advice anymore? Is that what that was? oh uh, uh, huh. Well. We have come to the end of another Exciting action-packed edition Of the Bye radio everyone. show Bye everyone Thanks for listening to our ignorance Please check us out next week Like I said, author Black Venus Is going to come check us out We're going to talk to her But uh, until then, anybody else got anything to say Any other shout outs Anything on their chest Yes, no, maybe so Thanks for listening to our ignorance All right, so I guess that is all. So we will catch you guys next week, Tuesday, 8 o'clock. We'll talk to Arthur Black Venus, the entire crew, The Jerk, ATL Diva, EZ, your boy Kujo, I'm M16. Thanks for listening.
2: Damn, they really wanted to kill you.